0: Welcome to another episode of Kaiju Weekly, the weekly podcast dedicated to exploring the wide world of giant monster movies. I am your host, Michael Hamilton, the Kaiju Groupie, and today I'm going to be doing a very special bonus episode for you guys where I'm going to be joined by fellow Groupie and my friend, Cody Kirsch. Cody, how are you doing, sir?
1: Pretty damn good, man. How are you? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm doing perfect. So, uh, like I was telling you just now, we wanted to kind of have you on just as sort of a community spotlight episode. Try to highlight people within the community. People that are doing um, awesome work and just just being generally awesome people within the Kaiju and Tokusatsu and, and Godzilla community in general. So, that's why I wanted to have you on. And plus, you're a good friend of mine, so I thought we'd have a good conversation.
1: Hell yeah. We uh, always do.
0: So, what have you been up to? What have you been up to the last few months?
1: This. Oh, the last few months. Well, (laughs) the last month, this is all I've been doing is sitting here and just admiring my collection and just hanging out, working on, you know, working on some stuff, working on some bases, playing some Vigia games, just hanging out.
0: Uh, So how is, uh, how's the whole quarantine treating you? Uh, How's that? How's that? How are you handling that one?
1: I thought I was an introvert and I like doing my own thing, and now that I'm forced to, I can't stand it. I'm gonna lose my mind. So, (laughs) I'm ready. I totally understand. I'm ready to get back to work.
0: Like, after the first week, I was okay. Mm. Um, I was like, Yeah, this is gonna be okay. Then, and then the end of week two, I'm like, "Eh, I need some human interaction. (laughs) Then, about week three it's like I'm finding every excuse I can just to get out of the house because <laughs> I need to be around humans, Yeah. Uh, not just virtual humans. I actually need like live humans to be around. Right. We were, we were out and about yet. Yeah, we were out and about today. <clears throat> excuse me. We were out and about today, just picking up some food, uh, at my local, we found a, a local sushi restaurant that's still open. Um, and there was very few people in there, and it's it's sort of just it's still really weird. Like yeah. people, uh, you can't even go to the grocery store without standing in line. It's like you're standing in a bread line or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but. we
1: uh, we we actually got groceries last night. We went at like half an hour before close. They all close at eleven around here now, okay. and it was. Packed. They had three lines open and we were there for 45 minutes just waiting in line. So I'm ready oh, wow. for all, yeah, I'm ready for this to uh, to settle down. I'm not used to this at all.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not used to it. At I'm, I was, I, I thought, like I said, I thought I was prepared for it.
1: Yeah, I, I thought of it as a vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people. And you, uh, I mean, like you, like a lot of people, were just kind of, um, hanging out and and doing what you can to to wait all this out. And, you know, hopefully um, this conversation will give a lot of the people that are – a lot of the essential employees uh, that still have to commute back and forth to work or get to commute back and forth to work uh, something to listen to, uh, an entertaining conversation uh, between two guys that just love Kaiju and Tokusatsu. Hell yeah. Uh, So, Cody – just for people who don't know you tell the audience a little bit about yourself what have you been into uh just in general who
1: is cody kirsch well the cody kirsch everyone knows loves godzilla and everything godzilla and that is the cody kirsch like that is me i just i love the godzilla community i love godzilla himself um i just recently like two years ago got into woodworking which is weird because that's my first like not hobby but uh first thing i've really enjoyed as much as i love godzilla i love woodworking so um right i'm just like a lumberjack from japan basically (laughs) (laughs) oh Uh, up in the great state of
0: michigan you're just in your wood shop just just uh just working away on whatever uh, cool stuff that you can come up with, man. I mean, uh, I know that you have a little side hustle. Uh, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that, right, for just a few minutes?
1: Sure. Uh, I think this is this is mirrored. This is Cody's Kaiju Customs. I do all kinds of, not just Kaiju woodworking. I can do anything, furniture, end tables, sure. whatever you name it. But um, my bread and butter lately have been these bases this is a uh a base i made for the great sculptor mark sing yang um great guy made my 62 kong and he had ordered a godzilla base to display his figures display his work um which i thought was awesome having another artist you know want to buy my stuff that's that's what makes me happy so um i figured i'd throw in a little little msy wall hanger for him so i just i love doing this type of shit and look at that shine Jeez. Oh, it's that's gorgeous! Man. <laughs> that is that is beautiful. Look at that! Look at that! It's that epoxy. You know, I have seen,
0: I have seen your work featured on a lot of kaiju YouTubers' channels. I know Phil has some work by you. Rich Iso has some work by you. Yep. Um, who else? Who else is is uh, have you done work
1: for? Um, of people that you know, most people would know. I've made tables for you know Phil Fraser, Rich Eso, um, Charles Henderson. Um, oh my God, I'm making one for Brian Gazer and then bases. I've lost track. So many people want them. And that makes me, I've never had someone want my art. You know, they've been like, Oh, this is so cool. Like, can I get this? I'll spread it. You know, I'll spread your name around. And then more people come and buy it. It's like, wow, this is, it's a great feeling. It's, uh, I love it. Makes me feel good. I mean, I,
0: (laughs) I mean, it's, it's beautiful work and I, I don't know where you find all of these trees. Uh, to get your lumber from, but good job. I mean, I mean, I, I hope you keep doing it. In fact, um, I'm going to be getting some work from you in the next uh, little while. Once that uh, nice gigantic 1962 uh, comes, so I still plan on uh I
1: already got that piece that. of wood ready for you. <laughs> it's it's uh, hanging I, out in I, my garage. I saw,
0: <laughs> I saw. Yeah, because. I was wondering where you were going to get a, a, a slab of, of uh, lumber that size to fit such a beefy figure.
1: Yeah, it's um, I um for the most part I uh, my dad my father has property in the thumb of Michigan so um, mm-hmm. and most of it's wooded so we've literally cut down one tree and it had a few different type of branches um, and I we've cut that up for all the few different sizes I need and I've kiln dried it already so sure all, it's you know that's okay. it's all real wood <laughs> and yours i just bought off craigslist because i saw it and i was like i gotta do sure. something about that um so sure. Yeah. sure i got some cool ideas for yours <laughs> um,
0: so literally uh yours when you talk about cody's kaiju customs everything that you make is custom like literally custom
1: oh like, yeah stuff. it's the tree <laughs> is of a northern michigan piece of wood um I sand sure. it, I plane it, I cut it, I trim it. My girlfriend paints everything, hand paints it all, and I apply the epoxy. So, I mean, it's it doesn't get more mom and pop than that.
0: <laughs> now, I was wondering, uh, has um, has your girlfriend has she has she always done the painting for you guys? Because I I know in the last couple of months, at least, uh, I've, I've looked at your work and the the artwork on some of these on some of these pieces has really stepped up, and I'm assuming that's due to To chloe
1: yeah you can definitely tell what chloe does and what i do um she's been painting and an artist for since she could you know since she was born she's always had that natural talent i've never really had the handwriting and painting aspect um Mm -hmm. rich iso's table is actually a vinyl sticker that i i made sure the table was flat and then i um you know put some adhesive on it and i completely laid it flat and i epoxied over it so you can't tell it's not painted it's a sticker and right after that, I met Chloe and I was like, hey, do you want to paint this? And the first thing she did, I was like, okay, you got to hand paint this because it looks a thousand times better. And like, that's what people like. They like handmade hand, you know, it's unique. Each piece is unique. So she's right. she really yeah. brought my business up. <laughs>
0: And even though uh, I know, even though some of the some of the econ- some of the economy is taking a little bit of a hit right now, I mean, people are still looking for some of these custom pieces to add to their collection. Uh, well, uh, collectors especially uh, really do value stuff like that. At least I do. I mean, I know I do. Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the piece that you're going to make me. Now we're I know we're going to be working together on it as soon as as soon as I decide exactly how I how I'd like it to look. But it's going to be a good project, I think.
1: Oh yeah, uh, it's gonna be fun, especially since we're so buddy buddy. I can you know be like, hey, do you like this? Maybe we can yeah, do this. Yeah. It's kind of hard to do that with a customer. I don't want to impose on what they. I want them to get exactly what they want, but I have so many ideas too. I'm like, hey, maybe we could do this. So,
0: <laughs> I don't mind doing that. If if someone, um, if someone, if if someone I'm working with, like an artist or whatever. Because I've had commissions done before. If they want to come at me and say, "Hey, this is what this is your idea, but this is what I'm thinking," I'm all in. I'm all about that because yeah. I want to put. I want to trust the guy or girl that I'm having these done by mm. uh, because obviously I'm coming to them for a reason, and I trust them. If I if I trust them enough to give them my money, then I trust them to that the product's going to be good. So I have yeah. no I have no worries about that at all. And I know uh, I talked to we you mentioned Mark mm-hmm. Sang Yang just a few minutes ago. I talked to him a few uh, yesterday about a custom piece mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of having done by him, which is going to be spectacular.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm jealous. Uh, I'm um I'm pretty jealous. I could have got not gonna lie. I thought mine was cool, <laughs> dude. That's gonna be that's gonna be something special.
0: I mean, we'll see. We'll see because I, I found that random photo on the internet of. Of Kong and I thought, man, that would just be so cool yeah. to go up with that 62. Just sort of a battle pose. It's yeah, the,
1: the poses match up perfectly. If he can sculpt that and the, how the 62 is posed, that is. That's gonna be a perfect. That's gonna be a nice fight scene. That's got to be a top shelfer for sure. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> de-
0: it's definitely gonna be a top shelfer, and uh, I've got to get I've got some more shelves ordered actually uh, nice. because I've got more figures coming in the next few months. I know uh, I know the econ- I know everything's kind of slowed down, but box days do not. So no. you got to get you got to be prepared for those. Exactly. Um, so speaking about just sort of giant monsters and kaiju and Godzilla in general, man, what what kind of got you into all? This?
1: I, since I remember, I've loved dinosaurs. Like, the first movies I can, like, vividly remember watching with my family was Jurassic Park uh, 1 and 2. And I, for some reason, I really loved the second one. Um, And then the third one came out, and I was just, you know, that was, like, it was a dream for me. Um, Right. But I would always go to Blockbuster. My dad would always take me to Blockbuster on Friday. And, you know, looking through, there's, like, certain sections, and there was a Godzilla film, Godzilla's Revenge. What a mm-hmm. shitty way to start. But um, he, he rented me that, and I was like, this is, it, it, it's not going to get any better than this. So since I was like six, I've just been hooked.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, I think you and I have a similar story. I think anyone who comes into this, always has sort of a, yeah. a love for dinosaurs and just yeah. sort of that. Uh, I can't, I, I, I honestly have not met anybody in this community who has not had a love for dinosaurs. And I'm going to say who's not had a love for things like Power Rangers and Voltron and some mm-hmm. of that other stuff growing up too.
1: It just goes hand and in hand, like, hand, you know?
0: It does. It does. And especially with the whole, ki- with with the just the general kaiju aspect of it. Because mm-hmm. if you think back to the old shows like, uh, like like Mighty from Power Rangers in the '90s, like every episode had a new kaiju or a new monster. Yeah, that was w-
1: just it. It was just awesome. That was the best part. It was like, all right, where's the enemy? Is he gonna grow? And then he grows, and then they transform into the Megazord. And it's like, oh my god, that was the best Saturday morning experience. You know, I was
0: honestly disappointed every time there was an episode and the monster did not get large.
1: Yeah, yeah, but- I'm the same way with like the Ultraman series.
0: <laughs> Well, the thing about Ultraman though is there's <laughs> not a ton of episodes out there that where the monster does not turn into a dai kaiju. Yeah, uh, I mean the ult, I know Ultra Seven sort of has. A, if you've watched the Ultra Seven series yet, it has uh, some kaiju that that stay human size. Mm. I know there's several episodes out there with Boltan where he is human sized pretty much throughout the entire episode, except for like the last ten minutes.
1: I do like uh, those though. Yeah. Ball- 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 Balltown ones were done really well. But, yeah, I'm in the middle of watching Ultra 7, and it's kind, of, it's kind of a slug sometimes, you know.
0: What have you thought about Ultra 7, and what have you thought about Ultraman in general, uh, of what you've watched?
1: I like the original Ultraman series. is really cool. I really got into it. Ultra Seven's a little... It's just different. It's a little slower to me. It's just it's harder for me to get into. And that's about it for uh, what I've watched for Ultraman. I need to get into, like... I think there's a series on netflix right now like an animated alternate there is
0: yeah there is it's actually pretty good for someone like who does not really care much for anime mm,
1: yeah uh, i actually really enjoyed it okay well i'll check it out then you don't like dragon ball Z? Uh, I uh
0: i watched a little bit growing up it was on uh when i would catch it on like fox kids or something like they're not it wasn't fox kids when, where, where, where'd they have that on
1: like i think and, uh, adult swim like cartoon network and stuff
0: Yeah, I think it was on Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. Um, I would watch it every now and then, but I wasn't a diehard Dragon Ball Z fan. I I know just enough to carry a conversation, (laughs) right? But but outside of just the general, uh, just the general idea behind it, I I I can't tell you. I have to bow out. I have to make an excuse and just bow out of the conversation.
1: Oh, that's fair. I I love it. I really need to get some of the uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z gigantic figures. They're so oh, cool. Yeah. So cool.
0: Um, I know a few people that only collect, like, their X+, Star Ace, and Hot Toys. Mm-hmm. They're all in on, like, the Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that's, that's all they collect.
1: They're amazing. Uh, I mean, they're, like, two-foot statues that are, like, spot on for, mm-hmm. like, $300. They're not bad at all. Like, it's easier to get into than some of the X-Plus Godzilla figures.
0: Oh, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And I think it's easier to get into... Um, some of their SH Figure Arts line for Dragon Ball Z and yeah. Ultraman. than it is some of their SH Monster Arts line. Uh, they see because it, it seems like their SH Figure Arts line seems to be a little bit cheaper than even their Monster line.
1: Yeah, even uh, like even the real nice like you know bigger figures that are filled with tons of accessories. They're like fifty bucks. You can't buy yeah. a Monster Arts figure for fifty dollars. It's just you can't.
0: Yeah. I think the cheapest Monster Arts figure that are, that's out right now that I can think of. Is probably the 2019 Godzilla. Yeah,
1: he's like it's 60 the bucks. One.
0: He he he's yeah he's setting at around sixty to sixty five dollars still on Amazon. Yeah. Um. Then they only go up from the, if you're not, if anyone listening is not familiar with with SH Monster Arts or Figure Arts, they're at, or NECA. Uh, mm-hmm. got to include NECA in there too. They're about they're on the higher end of the six inch figure line. They're they're more expensive than say Bandai figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, If you're like just the Bandai Vinyls there, if you're familiar with that line, uh, they're highly articulated. And I know a lot of collectors go for those because they can do different poses and scenes. Yeah. Um, But honestly, I don't think you and I are really, we really don't even care about that.
1: No, I started off with Monster Arch. That was like my bread and butter. That's all I would buy. And then I started seeing like the Diamond reissue 30 centimeters for less than what these SH Monster Arch figures were for, you know, and I was like, well why get a six inch figure when I get a 12 inch figure? So, I mean, well,
0: that's I, my, yeah, that was my thinking too. Cause when I first got back into collecting, like seriously collecting, uh, I started with uh, NECA and I started with SH monster arts mm-hmm. and I only had a few. Now, I've, I've since sold off every one except for just a handful. Yeah. Um, but then I started thinking, you know, if I'm going to invest all of this money into a collection, why can't it, why don't I just make sure it's the best that I can possibly get? Exactly. So that's when I started. That's when I started collecting X Plus. My first figure was a 25 centimeter uh, 1965 Godzilla from uh, Invasion of Astro Monster. That was go. the um, that was my first one, and it's just sort of snowballed from there. I've I've got a ton of stuff on pre order and stuff that I'm yet to uh, finish paying off. So there you
1: go. Yeah, I mean it, it's, but, it's 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 hard to get because I had the 64 SH Monster, and then I had seen. A picture of like the gigantic monster. It's like together, and I was like, "There's no way." Even the thirty centimeter, you know, it just there's no way I could go back to the littler figures. The only one I've kept is the eighty nine because it goes really well with the X plus Biolante. But I don't plan on buying anymore. I guess it
0: anymore. Uh, the only thing that would really count for me as going backwards to some of the smaller figures is if I was able to get my hands on some uh, reissues or some ricks that come with like the little smaller figures like the little yeah. like I know the, the yeah the 196 like some of the 67 68 they come with the little minia
1: yeah uh, a little figures. Minya. that's some. about
0: as yeah yeah that's about as close as I'm I'm willing to get right now with some of those smaller ones
1: I do like the mini uh Condor and mini Rodan that Condor set is insanely expensive but uh That it's came cool. with
0: the 66 didn't
1: it I believe so yeah but I, I think it was a Wonderfest 66 don't quote okay me. But it's yeah. rare it's very rare <laughs>
0: Some of those some of the rarer stuff like that veteran collectors would know about I don't have a clue yeah exactly.
1: I, I like to think yeah. I know what I'm talking about all so, the time, but I don't <laughs> I
0: know? feel like that's a lot of the people in the community not the from shade but
1: <laughs> no 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 so, I mean it you see a lot of it like if you know if you come to me asking a question about like the Heisei figures sure. for the most part, I'll probably know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, if you come to me like, Hey, do you remember the 64 being released in 2012? I'll be like, no, go talk no. to like Brian Gazer. Cause that dude knows everything. Oh, he uh, does. Yeah. That's oh, who I does. tag. If uh, I don't know
0: <laughs> him and Paul Costa are yeah. two, uh, great guys to, to talk to. If you're looking for some of those previous releases that are, that are out of print or have just not been reissued in a really long time. Yeah. So going back to so sort of what you touched on a little bit like how what got you into all this, uh, and you said you you and your dad went to the local blockbuster every Friday picked out a film. Um, You said your first film was Godzilla's Revenge, which I will not hold against you because I feel like you've grown since then.
1: Yeah, Um, it has a soft spot. uh, You know, I have a soft spot for it for sure, but I I know it's not. I understand. (laughs) Uh,
0: So what is what's been your favorite? Excuse me, what has been your favorite Godzilla film and why?
1: It's so hard, because honestly, it's doesn't sound cliche, but I love so many of them for different reasons, but like, the ones that I can always go back and watch are uh, Versus Mechagodzilla 2, because Super Mechagodzilla (laughs) is the goat, Um, Versus Megaguirus, I love that movie, great plot, and I love Megaguirus, and... It's um, a unique plot. It's so different, and I get kind of why it gets a lot of hate, but... It's a lot of sci-fi, but it's Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes hand in hand. Right. It works out really well. I love it. Um, and then Raids Again. I can always watch Raids Again.
0: I See, that's it. interesting because I know a lot of folks that their Raids Again is, is sort of divides people. because yeah. like It's hated like or loved. A lot of people love it, and then and, and a lot of people, like you said, hate it. Yeah. So I fall into the camp where I'm okay with it. I like it. I, mm-hmm. will, I will re-watch it. It's not... My top fa- one of my top favorite movies, mm-hmm. but it's one that I do remember seeing growing up, and so that's probably why it has sort of a soft spot. I remember seeing it during uh, months I think it was during months uh, It was during a marathon something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I keep wanting to say. It, I keep wanting to say it was during that that big TNT marathon I was talking about when I was uh, like you know, New Year's. I'm so
1: old. A New Year's like New Year's Eve. Yeah,
0: it was like 1994.
1: I kind of you know? remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was like nineteen ninety four. Is like they called it uh, Monster Visions Godzilla-thon or something like that. And they had like they had fifty. They had the Americanized version of fifty four. They mm-hmm. had uh, Terror Mega Godzilla, Astro Monster, Raids Again, Ghidorah. I think uh, versus or Mothra versus Godzilla and a couple others. Like and, and Godzilla's Revenge. I believe I remember Godzilla's Revenge. That's a pretty also. good lineup. Yeah, it was a pretty good lineup. It was two days. Um, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, mm. and yeah, I remember fondly because I still have those old VHS tapes where my parents literally took shifts and recorded <laughs> all that stuff for me.
1: Well, hey, at least they, at least they supported it. Like my dad would rent me any Godzilla movie. He's like, "Oh, you've seen this one a few times. I know I've rented it for you." I'm like, "I I want to watch it. I want to watch yeah, Godzilla I, 2000 I, for the 12th time." I'm like, all right, <laughs>
0: um, okay. So, what would you say is your favorite non Godzilla film?
1: Like non kaiju, or just like non non
0: Godzilla film that happens to be a kaiju movie?
1: Oh, okay. Well, hmm. I was prepared to say Forrest Gump, but Uh, (laughs) 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 I love love Forrest Gump, man.
0: (laughs) I love Forrest Gump too. I do. That's that's yeah. Forrest Gump will always have a special place. Uh, in my library because I just love that movie. It's just so.
1: If if, uh, if a movie can make me cry, it's good. That and Parasite have really been my like favorites lately.
0: <laughs> well, see, Par- now Parasite's a good choice. Parasite oh, is a really good choice. So good. Um. So um, uh, I was I thought you were gonna say maybe say the host. The host is a good one. Host uh, is good,
1: but it's got to be Pacific Rim the first one. I just it's so okay. good. It's so good.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. I get that. I saw Pacific Rim in theaters and it was I was blown yeah. away, to be honest with you. Cuz at that time, I can't remember exactly what year it came out. Um I don't think we it came out when, I'm sorry. Uh 2013.
1: 2013. Yeah, so before, we had
0: not like Yeah, year. we had not had um, a good kaiju movie in some time at that point. Like we're the last one that was final wars in 2004. Yeah. And if it came out in 2012, 2013, uh, we would get 2014 Godzilla like the year, like la- a year later. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I remember, so yeah. se- I remember seeing it with my best friend at high school and I was just blown away. Um, like during the fight scenes, you could see all the gears moving when they would like look at the mm-hmm. uh, the feet. You could see every like all the rotating bearings. I thought that was just the coolest thing in the world, and I still watch that movie to this day. I love Pacific Rim. It sucks what they did with the second one.
0: I was getting ready to ask you what you thought of Uprising. It's
1: terrible! It's they made them like <laughs> I don't even know. It, they made them it, They made them like Gundam suits almost. But like yeah. worse, <laughs> but like streamlined Gundam suits, I, I didn't care for it.
0: Yeah, I, I like the original the best. Yeah. I did. I, I like Idris Elba as an actor anyway, oh, and so I think good. that anything good. he's in it usually turns out really really good. Because I just I just enjoy him as an actor.
1: Yeah, he's um, great. He's a great bad guy. Too bad he was uh you know he wasn't a villain in this movie. He would have been a good choice in the second one to be in Newt's position. You know. Being mm-hmm. taken over, so. you'd have made a great villain, but yeah, I'm not not so, feeling the second one at all. <laughs> so, Cody, you and if
0: if if people have not figured out by now, you and I share a very similar passion, and we collect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we collect, collect monsters. Them. We collect kaiju. Uh, and your collection, I will admit, is a little bit more impressive than mine right now, but mine is growing. Uh, yeah, yours is growing but, a lot
1: faster than mine grew, so you'll pass me up pretty well, soon. I I,
0: I I caught the fever, and I thought, well, you know, I'll get a, like a lot of collectors are like, oh, I'll get one or two, I'll get some of my favorites, yeah. and then I'll stop. Yeah. Well, you know, you know how it never stops. That turned out. It, yeah,
1: it never stops. stops. I said and I was. I, was I said after you know I you know after I started paying a lot of these off, I said I'll I won't collect any other brand besides X Plus. It's not worth it. Now I'm super into Marmot and Safubi, so that's a whole nother rabbit hole I'm going down. Oh it's, yeah. Uh, it's a Yeah, I was
0: talking excuse me, I was talking with uh, Jason the other day and he was telling me about some stuff that, that was coming down the line that I'm super excited for. And um yeah, my wallet's gonna be hurting in the yeah. next
1: few months. So Thank uh, God for those Trump bucks.
0: Bring, bring on <laughs> the stimulus. That's all I can say. Bring on the stimulus. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, so cody what uh uh what got you started in collecting like what what was the what i will I'll, I'll go ahead and ask you what your very first figure was but really i want i want to know what got you started and what and why do i have it up
1: here uh, i don't know i don't know where it is um so my dad had bought me for christmas one year a mm-hmm. i believe it's the memorial box sculpt but it's just like a six inch bandai uh, 54 godzilla and I loved that thing. And then he bought me like the six inch Gigan, Space Godzilla, and another one. And I was I loved them. And I was young. I was probably like nine, eight, nine, ten. Right. Um, and that's the only kind of Godzilla figures I had for a while. Once I got into high school and I started working, I uh, discovered Monster Arts with it. That's when they were starting to really pump them out. So I got sure. those. And then once I got in my house and I had like space, it was you know it was over. It was all about the big boys.
0: Right. Right, so you got a whole house to fill now.
1: Yeah, it, it, at first it was just the office, but now I got posters all over the house. It's in the bedroom, so it's a Godzilla house now.
0: <laughs> well, I, I suppose now if if, if you and Chloe, uh, if you and Chloe ever get married, then she's just going to have to accept the fact that she's going to be living in a Godzilla house now.
1: She already has. It's <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs>
0: I totally, I totally get. It. I don't know if I have that much freedom in my house. I have to keep my stuff con- kind of confined here to the office because mm-hmm. uh, my wife and I have conflicting tastes. Let's just say that. Um, i
1: I'm, I'm. I will say I'm happy that she's like me and she's in the, she's in the art. She's in the media, so sure. it's not that she like loves Godzilla, but like she, right. I feel like she can appreciate it more than other. You know what? You get what I'm saying other
0: people right i get it i i totally understand yeah lisa supports my hobby she's okay she's good with it she Mm -hmm. you know she's like just whatever makes you happy yeah Uh, as long as you're not out there doing drugs and and, (laughs) and i'm an alcoholic i don't care what you spend your money on um so yeah she's she's you know when i get her to try to when i try to get her to watch a movie with me i'll get an eye roll Okay. some of the cheaper stuff comes on yeah, but yeah. that's 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 pretty much it so i mean she's cool about it so that, and i can not ask for anything better than that really
1: yeah um, i ask chloe to watch one with me and she's oh okay and then all then i'll i'll explain certain scenes and like the mythology behind it oh that's cool and i'm like
0: i don't know if you're lying
1: but just keep it that way it's fine, <laughs>
0: it's fine if you are it's fine if you are just, just keep it to yourself yeah just keep, keep
1: feeding me <laughs> <laughs> Just let so, me what would you day. say
0: right now, Cody? Is your favorite piece in your collection at this moment?
1: It's hard to say. Not Dickie.
0: counting the not counting the stuff you have on pre order. I'm not going to let you count that. I'm going to count the stuff you physically have on your shelf right now.
1: I can't count what's coming Wednesday. All right. I don't um, know. What's,
0: I don't know what's coming Wednesday. I, I don't think I've talked to you about that yet.
1: Oh no, you did. But anyway, it's a classic. The big boy. Okay. Um, but oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah!
0: I'm sorry. Yes. What? Well, how did I forget? Yeah. But okay. Yeah. I'm not even gonna count that one. Let's just be fair. What? Are, right. What's on your shelf right now?
1: That I you easily, physically can see that is your favorite. It's probably a mashup between of Mark's uh, 62 Kong, the Super sure. Mechagodzilla Rick, and the Bronze Train Biter. Here, I'll grab that Biter. This is probably oh, that,
0: that Biter is gorgeous. I do. I do know that.
1: This is probably the coolest thing I have in my collection. Um,
0: now compare it to the the standard you have. I call it the standard because I don't I don't know if the gray one is considered the standard, correct?
1: Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the monochrome version is like the normal release.
0: Right. Okay. So compared to that one, which one do you like more?
1: Oh, bronze all day. It's 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 different. How many people have a bronze figure or a gold figure? It's just something about it. It's great sculpt. I love the train. Mm -hmm. The base is cool, and just I'm I'm a metal worker, so, like, I love, you know, it's brass. It's cool. (laughs) Um, I would take this over the monochrome or there's a couple different versions with, like, a red train, a green train, Um, but this is the version for me.
0: Right. I mean I'm looking at it now and, and for the people who are listening, it's I mean it's a beefy, beefy vinyl figure. If you're oh, looking yeah. if you want to get a photo of this, uh, guys, just look just look for uh, thirty centimeter X plus Train Biter Godzilla nineteen fifty four. any of those keywords should work. Um, but this thing is gorgeous. Now I guess it's stylized. It does not technically look very
1: right stylized. I mean that head but, is completely different.
0: But honestly, I think it looks pretty spot on to the maquette. If you've seen old photos of the maquette promotional photo, like have you seen those?
1: Yeah, um, I, I think that one has kind of like a bigger head. It's got more of a bulk. It almost looks more like mushroom cloud-like. Um, but I know what you're talking about. That's cool. This is just, I think it's kind of a mix match between the suit and that concept art, you know, promotional yeah. art.
0: One thing I said I've always wanted to get my hands on was the sto- a, a version of the storyboard gojira oh good luck Don't one yeah i know right uh yeah i know david dobko has maybe he even has a couple in his collection uh, but he's like hard he's hardcore he'll did he'll he'll search he'll literally go to other countries to search for this stuff
1: i mean at that price it's it's worth it i know uh mike ross has both oh mike ross bought a table for me i didn't i forgot okay. to mention that earlier um I love when that guy posts pictures because he literally has everything. And it's so cool seeing on my table storyboard Godzillas, Marmot Godzillas, X-Plus, Kits. It's just, it's crazy. But um he has both, so that's pretty crazy.
0: <laughs> I think the one that I would want to have, out of all the ones I've seen, like because I know there's a, there's a white version, there's a silver version, a gold version, <laughs> but there's that beautiful ruby red version yeah i think that that i would love to get my hands on but super hard mm-hmm. and super expensive to get your hands on they
1: did oh. a they did a raffle on kaiju live for it and I saw a that. lot of people were buying a lot of bids for it and um i think the guy wanted only bought one entry so good for him. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, he got uh, good luck. for
0: him. Yeah, because I think it was like what twenty five bucks an entry yeah. or something like that. Like soup, it wasn't extremely. It was extremely reasonable. Um,
1: Someone bought. Yeah. It was like eight or ten, and they got. They were like the. They were the last two people. It was him and the guy that bought a bunch, and he ended up losing it. And I was like, that's. That's got to be hard. That's, That's got to be rough.
0: hard. But you, you, oh, yeah, when it comes down to like a lottery like that, you just got to think, well, okay, at least I tried. Yeah. It. I mean, I put um, in one bid. I
1: was like, mm, why
0: not? <laughs> yeah, I didn't bid. I didn't catch it in time. Oh, okay. um, so I, I didn't get the bid uh, on that. I probably would have just put in one bid though. I'm yeah. not going to go nuts uh, over it because. Um. I've never been the luckiest as far as raffles and stuff goes so I'm just gonna I, I throw in one or two bids max and uh, see well, what happens
1: that's why you're not lucky but that's yes true. same here I never win anything so it's it was just you know why not
0: <laughs> but speaking of uh, gold and I think it's appropriate to touch on this but I think we're, we're gonna be getting a little bit of gold on our shelves in the next uh, few months if I'm not mistaken
1: if it's not delayed. I well, hope yeah. to God, because that is going to be the coolest Rick of 2020. I guarantee it. Already calling it. You know, for,
0: and for the folks at home that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the recently released 25-centimeter Godzilla 1993, which they did to, uh, from Godzilla vs. Godzilla 2. Um, and this version that we're talking about is the resurrection version or the revival version or whatever you want to, whatever, mm-hmm. the gold glitter, the glitter version i think the glitter yeah the glitter goji um is what we're talking about like basically the scene in 1990 the scene in the movie where rodan dies and sacrifices himself to revive godzilla in the film Mm -hmm. that's the version that we're talking about and this thing is like 30 centimeters tall it's covered in gold glittery paint along with Uh. the normal paint apps of course it's not going to be all gold but Mm -hmm. it's it looks fantastic and the last time i checked though cody uh, they did a they did a first wave and a second wave, yeah. but I think they're all sold out.
1: Yeah, I missed out on the first wave. Um, I contacted Jason from Awesome Collector and he hooked me up with one on the second wave, so I got my Rick. But uh, a lot of people were talking a lot of crap about it, so I didn't think it was going to sell out. And I've never seen a figure a thirty centimeter figure like this sell out that quick. I was. You think the you think the
0: people that missed out on it are going to have Rick regret? Uh, Rick yeah. Regret?
1: This is. It might sound silly, but I think this is going to be like a four or five hundred dollar figure by the end of the year. The people that didn't miss Probably. out are really going to be hurting for it. That yeah, anyone who's not
0: familiar, if anyone who's not familiar, the sec, once uh, secondary market secondary market for X plus figures is stupid. Very. Uh, unless you can get
1: used, you know.
0: Yeah, unless you can get it used by go, like joining like the kaiju uh, or. Jeez, but, but X plus X plus <laughs> collectors club on Facebook on Facebook, uh, or some other collectors groups on Facebook, you're not going to get a great deal unless you catch it early yeah. because I refuse to pay eBay prices.
1: Yeah. I, I will
0: never pay eBay prices.
1: I, I paid, you know, pretty much close to eBay for the 54, um, uh, the what I got coming, I'm not too happy about that, but it's just one of those things I had to have. But yeah, I cool. can't recommend enough joining these groups and buying a used figure from a reputable seller. Like, you will save so much money. A lot of these people, you know, baby their figures. I know I do. Um, I take them on hiking trails actually, sometimes, but you know.
0: Yeah, I clean mine. Uh, I dust mine off at least. Couple times, like every like a couple times a month at least, I'll go through and yeah. spray them with canned air just to get the best off of them. Yeah, so I uh, mean, yeah. buying
1: buying a used figure for you know retail basically, it's not bad bad at all. So no, I can't. Write and a them. lot
0: of those guys in the in the groups usually will just sell to get their money back. Yeah, Honestly, they're not there to they're not. There. I've noticed that they're not there to price gouge.
1: Some uh, people are, but uh, they get, they get outed are. pretty fast. You know.
0: Yeah, they do. They do. And yeah, I think that's one of the great. I think that's probably one of the best parts about the collecting side of this community is you would think that there would be people out there just trying to make as much money as they can as fast as they can. Yeah. But really, it's for the most part, it's really just guys that are just passionate about it, like you and me, that when it does come time to get rid of a figure, they're just trying to pass it on to somebody. Uh, that would love it just as much as them, and just trying to get their money back. Really, yeah. it's just what it amounts
1: to. Right, like it's weird for me. I love the thing I have is I love finding figures for people. I'm always trying to help someone find a figure, get a figure. Maybe this guy sure. has it. Um, so when I find like good deals like that, like it, I love it. Um, it's just it's it's a great yeah. part of the community having every for the most part having everyone work together and not, okay, well this is worth three hundred. Well, I'm gonna sell for five fifty. You don't see that a whole lot. Um, so, I'm, no. I'm grateful for that. No.
0: Yeah. Like the – I feel like I got a fantastic deal on something I was looking for for – well, at least looking for since I started collecting was my 64 Ghidorah that's going to be coming. Um,
1: yeah. Not I got
0: though. that one for, for a really solid deal uh, because that when that goes easy 500 plus. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I got in for, you know, I got in for well, I got in for well below that. And I'm just super happy about it.
1: Yeah. Um, Same with my 68, Ghidorah.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh, So what would you say right now is your holy grail? Like that's something I know you've got, I know you've got one coming Mm. Wednesday, but there's got to be something out there that it, would you consider to be your Holy Grail figure, something you would love to have?
1: See, it's hard, because, like, there's Holy Grails that I know I'm going to get one day, like the 30-centimeter uh, standing red Varon. Like, I've wanted for so long. It's not, like, insanely mm-hmm. expensive used. I'll get it one day. And then there's Grails, like, the Gigantic Shin, which I'm not going to pay twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 for that figure. You know, I'm just right. not going to get it. Um, but... So something that I could actually, like, obtain is a signed M1 Nakajima, uh, you know, where he's like, it's the it's like a six or eight inch Sofubi figure, it's him, the original yeah. suit actor in, like, half a Godzilla suit. If I could grab a uh, signed one, that would be mm-hmm. There's nothing better, <laughs> you know. That's, like, an essential I mean, piece of collecting, I think.
0: That's, you know, that's iconic. It's mm-hmm. an iconic image that we've seen, and, you know, I feel like the price on that can only go up and up, you know, since, you know, Nakajima is no longer with us anymore. Right. Um, I, and I'm I'm really, and I'm honestly surprised that he is still as fairly priced as he is to this day.
1: Yeah. Uh, i something like that is, I don't think it's going to really go down in price. Once they're all sold, it's, I I have one mm -hmm. on not pre-order. I'm just paying on it. It's not signed or anything. I just, I needed to have one, but, um, Right. Something like that, you know, after 10, 15 years is like priceless, I think. Like I would as, agree. Yeah, you know, like a signed I version.
0: Agree. I mean, anything signed is going to be priceless. Anything yeah. custom, I think, is going to be priceless. I can I, the, for, the thing that comes to mind while we were talking about your Nakajima is that gigantic scale Nakajima figure that Phil has in his collection that he showed off. Oh, I think he yeah. off. That he showed. I think he showed it off in his last video when he did a a tour of his Mark Sang Yang collection. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: that's incredible.
0: That's, <laughs> it is incredible. It is absolutely incredible. And um, I think that that's probably if you're a serious collector, I think that's it's important to have that little piece of history. Yeah. On your shelf.
1: Yeah, or something <laughs> like it. I mean, just something to commemorate. You know, because it's not like it's just hard to explain. You know, without him there there wouldn't be any of this. Yeah, he was just an actor, but I mean he put a lot of love into what he was doing. Like that it wasn't an easy job for anyone to do. I mean, you know, he was passing no, out. It's not. He really enjoyed what he did. So
0: I mean, the man was a beast to carry around and do all those to do all the films that he did over his career mm-hmm. and and just carry around a two hundred pound, sometimes plus suit uh probably in a extremely hot uh, movie studio yeah. set under all those lights while trying to fight another kaiju or trying to give the the, the audience good action scenes. I mean, man, the guy's got to be, he had to be in amazing shape.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, there was something they said uh, for every like Godzilla movie, he would fatten up before, and he would lose right. like 20 to 30 pounds during the uh, filming of that movie. Like, it was just so hard on his body to keep up, you know. Because, I mean, imagine being in the water, swimming in a 150-pound suit. I mean, that's got to be insane. That's got to be kind of scary, too. Like, you could drown at any second.
0: You could. You could. And just think about, um, you brought up uh, the Varan, or or Varan, however you want to say it. Mm -hmm. Uh, that He literally got hurt during that movie. Uh, I think it showed it on. I think it even showed it on screen during the film. Like he was, it was when I think it was during the scene when he came to Tokyo mm. or came to the city uh, and they lit off a bomb and the suit literally caught on fire. And uh, he, you know, Nakajima was basically being roasted inside of that suit because Jesus. the suit just caught on
1: fire. Yeah. It, and that's happened crazy. before. <laughs> that's not the only time it's happened. Oh, uh, they no, caught a few not. of the suits on fire.
0: No, it's not, and like like those guys, you gotta respect them for what they yeah. did and what they what they tried to do, and um, you know, it's just um, it just amazes me, and it and it really, frankly, just really makes me mad when people try to tell you like, no, that's not. I mean. You? Why would you want to watch a, a guy in a rubber suit? It's
1: like you know, it's you have t- no idea what you're talking about. You know? Yeah. It's I mean, they like,
0: think it's just this this little fifty pound um, pile of foam and rubber that's just looks cheesy. But no, I mean, there's, I mean, it's really an art form if you it, think about oh, it. Oh yes.
1: Could it? It still blows my mind thinking about it that this is something that's handcrafted. These suits are handmade hand sculpted hmm. and everything it's like the detail they look so good you'd think it would be like you know they rendered it on a computer first and then made it no they just went to town and started sculpting it it's right. it's awesome
0: I remember seeing a, uh, a photo, like a behind the scenes photo of the nineteen six of 1964s four's Mothra versus Godzilla. And the suit literally looks like it's made out of packing peanuts.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the foam inside. Yeah. It looks. <laughs> yeah. The
0: foam and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's, it's just amazing and people, and you know, it's one of the reasons why like each suit looks different from film to film, even though they do repurpose suits a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say usually for each film a new suit is made. Yeah. And then the old suit, if it got tore up or something, they'll use that for say a water scene. I know uh sixty seven from Son of Godzilla got reused a lot in the later <laughs> it was like uh, show, apart. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Which yeah. I mean it's smart. Those suits can't be cheap. But yeah, they uh they abuse those suits. And it's really cool like when you see these like um you know, like Asian expos and they had the suits on display, like the older mm-hmm. suits. It's like they, they how do they hold up over time? And then some are just I mean, beat to hell.
0: <laughs> some it's of them really got to cool. be dry rotted by now. Oh, I mean, yeah. some of these these things are almost a lot of these things are almost 60 years old. I don't even think probably the the, the original fifty four suit d- isn't probably even all, around anymore because yeah. it's just probably been abused just, and not taken care of over the
1: years. Disintegrated by now, <laughs> or at yeah. least you know beyond I, repair.
0: They remade it for. I think they did. Uh, I can't remember who it was for, but it was a, yeah. a. It was a pretty. It was a pretty large company, and they did a promotional.
1: Yeah, like last year. For,
0: yeah, it was last year. Yeah. right. Yeah. But I can't remember what the brand was.
1: I, the, it, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I can't remember it. But yeah, that was that looked great. And then did you see that uh, little video of um, Nakajima? And it was kind of like it was like black and white. It was. It was all digital, um, but it was him, mm-hmm. like, you know, he was, like, falling in the suit, and they picked him back up, and it was all this inspirational oh. shit. I don't know if yeah. you ever saw it. it was, it's a really cool video. I'll, I'll try to yeah, send I, it to you.
0: <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about. I'll try to find it, and we'll link it into the show notes because it's really fascinating yeah. that they were able to recreate that suit to such detail because it looks really good. Yeah. In fact, I think there was somebody in the in the group Uh, in the Facebook group we both are in that was talking about how they would love to see Toho go back to the old Submation just for maybe even one film and remake 1954, but in a style that's more up to date, similar to maybe what they did in in the millennium era. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be so, so cool. because That would be
1: perfect. (laughs) Honestly, I couldn't ask for a better Godzilla film.
0: No, I, I think it would be fantastic. And as much as I liked Shin Godzilla, mm. I, and I think that Shin Godzilla was a great film, and mm. it stayed true to sort of the the horror yeah. and the um, the mytho the not mythos but the um, the real spirit behind the 1954 film, mm. uh, I would still love to see them remake 1954. Even I would even be cool with they did it shot for shot, just with a, with a new oh, suit,
1: my God, that'd be awesome.
0: Updated <laughs> effects. I mean, shot for shot, I would absolutely lose my mind to see that. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of us
1: would. Like, um, Shin Shin is a good modernization of the idea, but it's not the it's not the classic Godzilla. I love Shin, no, but I mean it's it's because that's that would be a great film and also a terrible film to show a new Godzilla fan. You know, to get someone into <laughs> Godzilla because it's like it's a great story, but it's not Godzilla Godzilla. So. Mm -hmm. I think a shot for shot remake of the 54 done with love would be just, that'd be perfect.
0: I think that's, it's a really interesting question because, or that's a really interesting thing you just said, because the last episode, the episode that'll come out, I think before this one, uh, we had a question come in from the mailbag and they asked us uh, just paraphrasing. uh, They said, what film would you recommend to a new fan who's never seen a Godzilla film before. Mm-hmm. Like what film would like, and I know age and taste comes into play. So yeah. <laughs> I think in the, in the context of this question, uh, I think uh, Nick, Nick Blackler is who it was. He, he's in the group and he asked us what film would we show a new Godzilla fan of like seven years old? Um, so I'll ask you, I'll just go ahead and ask you what film would you show your seven year old nephew or niece? If, they, if you wanted them to try to get them into uh, Godzilla,
1: Final Wars. Okay, it's it's okay. it's fast paced. There's a lot of action, and it really shows off the more and how how, how would you say it? The more cooler effects of Godzilla. He's this giant sure. radioactive lizard. He he's unstoppable. He's super op, and he just kills everything in his sight. Like that yeah. is. I mean, to a kid, does it get any better? <laughs> you know, well, true.
0: True. But wouldn't you say that, because I know Travis said that he would probably show them 2014 because of CGI and kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, kids seem to, like, kids grow up, kids these days have grown up with, Mm. you know, CGI and digital effects. And so they may not be keen on watching someone in a giant rubber suit. But I think that you're right. Fire Wars is probably one of the best choices to make. I think my answer was Godzilla 2000.
1: Yeah, um, there. I mean, there's... No, actually, yeah, two, Godzilla 2000 would be a great one. Honestly, Final Wars 2000 versus any of the Mecha Godzillas, they're all a pretty easy watch, pretty easy story to understand. I think they'd all be pretty good choices.
0: <laughs> Who would you, uh, now it's going outside of the age range of seven years old, say, well, you're going to say someone in their 20s you want to, You got a buddy in their 20s. They've never seen a Godzilla film outside of what they believe is the cheesier side of Godzilla. Mm. What would you show them?
1: Uh, I'd probably show them a few. I would, I would recommend them to watch the original Japanese with subtitles, 54. Sure. Then I would have them watch uh, vs. Mechagodzilla, 74. vs. Mechagodzilla, 93. And then, really, it's whatever your taste is after that. I think that the Mechagodzilla ones are just easy to get into. And then you know you got to have the classic fifty four in there, especially if you can right. understand. You know you know what's going on.
0: Right. If you know a little bit of, of his of the history behind it, you know about not you know about Hiroshima and mm-hmm. some of the stuff from World War II. Uh, I think that fifty four is. A, I wouldn't say I wouldn't recommend it first mm-hmm. because I can see where it would turn a lot of folks off yeah, because it so. is because one it's in black and white. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't really care much for black and white films um but i would say you know watch a few different ones from different eras the show era the heisei era and then the millennium era and then maybe go back to 54 and okay then see yeah where
1: it all better understanding um i don't know if you follow this guy on youtube uh <laughs> the angry video game nerd uh, i've seen him yeah, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen his channel yeah john rolfe he's actually he's a huge uh film buff too he he loves godzilla he did a whole godzilla marathon but he put out a video of kind of just explaining godzilla and putting like the top five films to show newcomers and honestly the way he explained it in his list was pretty damn good i can't remember what it was but if you want to like check that out he really explained it to like how a new person would be like oh yeah that's cool i'll watch that it was really interesting his take on it
0: yeah I mean, I, I I 100% agree with that. I mean, it's like like we said, you know, it's it's going to really boil down to that person and what you think their tastes are going to be.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, some folks are keen on just kind of being thrown into the deep end of the pool and say, "Here's all the awesomeness that is to do with Godzilla and kaiju. Have mm. fun." And then some people need to be eased into it. Yeah. Um, Dip their feet. With, know a few need yeah with a, just a couple at first pick a couple of the really good ones and then let their and let their curiosity go from there mm-hmm. Um but man before we wrap up I just want to you know what do you what, what are you looking forward to this year I mean what do you got going on Um what's you know what's in store for Cody and Cody's Kaiju customs in 2020
1: being able to go to Texas Roadhouse and eat at a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what I'm looking forward to right now is being able to go to a restaurant and sit down.
0: <laughs> oh man, I am missing me some blue and onion. I oh, really am. Hell yeah. Oh man, I am missing like my wife and I love to go to Longhorn, and I'll get that big uh, uh, the outlaw ribeye and just go to town on there you that. Go. I'm, hell just, yeah. I'm just looking. I'm just looking forward to just get. I'm actually just looking forward to getting back around people. Yeah. That other out. Uh, and it not being sort of a controlled environment where you have to stand in line and you have to, you're like uh, nervous
1: about being around people. It sucks.
0: Yeah. Uh, And like we were at the grocery store today or I was at the grocery store to get today. And uh, everyone was just wearing masks. Of course, they've got the 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 plexiglass barrier yeah. between you and the cashier. And I understand it. I you know, I'm not, it doesn't bother me. It's just weird. It's creepy. You know, it's,
1: it's it's almost like a movie. It's just you know what is going on in the world.
0: Yeah, it's like we're it's like World War Z, but not as bad. Right. Yeah. But
1: um, I just you know I don't. I don't know what the future holds. I'm gonna be doing lots of woodworking. I'm gonna have. I come up with ideas on the weekly, and I just you know I storm away. When the time's right, I can you know I can do this idea and show it off. But I would just say I'm gonna be collecting this year. I'm gonna be working because I'm gonna be happy to go back to work, and I'm gonna be sure. woodworking. So I can I post all my updates on my Facebook if you guys want to follow it. You know, Cody's guys do custom
0: i was gonna i was gonna give you time i was gonna give you a few minutes just to go ahead and give us some shameless plugs where where can we find you where can we find your work and uh
1: yeah tell us all that well join any of the godzilla groups if you want to see all my cool pictures and edits and all the woodworking um find me on facebook cody trouble because i share fire memes all day and then <laughs> follow cody's kaiju customs on facebook um I also have a YouTube channel, Cody's Kaiju Customs, but um, I haven't been up, uploading lately. It's just been kind of a pain in the butt. I haven't been able to save my live videos off of Facebook for whatever reason, so mm-hmm. that's put a big dent in it. But um, Wednesday, I, I will miss be, your unboxings. Wednesday, dude. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Oh, oh I know.
0: I, I miss your unboxings for sure.
1: This week, Appreciate there'll be a couple new videos. I, I got a couple smaller things coming in and then the, uh, the big boy. So, I'll be around. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Well, guys, I mean, this has been a really good conversation with Cody. uh, Cody, I thank you so much, man, for hopping on here with us. And, uh, you know, of course, before we sign off, I just want to thank everyone for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us at Kaiji Weekly on Twitter, uh, Kaiji Weekly Pod on Instagram. You can send your questions, comments, concerns, answers, gripes, rants. You can send all of those to Travis at KaijuWeekly at gmail.com. Uh, You can also find us on the unofficial official Facebook group of the podcast, The Kaiju Groupie. Uh, You can follow me, The Kaiju Groupie, and the whole Kaiju Groupie community on Twitter at Kaiju Groupie 54. Uh, You can also follow us on Instagram at The Kaiju Groupie. So, again, I want to thank you, Cody, uh, for joining me, man. It was a pleasure. I'm sure we'll do this again. And for everybody listening, thank you so much. And we will see you next time.
1: Take care, man. Thanks for having me.